welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because we cannot do life and life to the fullest without Jesus. And today, I wish this podcast, you could smell what's happening with Katie and Louis Zamont. I'm sure they have some candles going right now. They work with Milk Glass Candle Company. They started it and they're married and they have three children. And basically, you guys are going to learn more about it, but this candle company started because of an adoption that was happening and they want to bring light to adoption. And they also want to talk about funding adoption, which is a big reason why we have them on the podcast, because it's something that I really don't know a lot about. And I pray that God's light shines through this because there are so many stories of adoption that hit home to so many people. A lot of people can relate and God is in this. God is in adoption and we just want to bring God's light to it. So Katie and Louis Samant, how are y'all doing today? We're good. Doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Sweet, sweet. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I wanted to ask you all how you all started Milk Glass Candle Company. We knew that uh, for years now, we've known that we've wanted to help families fund adoption and bridge the gap um, of that financial burden because it can be pretty big. Uh, most adoptions can be somewhere between thirty and forty thousand dollars. And um, back in 2013, we both knew that the Lord was uh, just spurring us on and calling us to adopt. And as we talked about it, and and we kind of dreamt through what that would look like, um, three years later, we started the process of adoption. We filled out our first pieces of paperwork, um, and then through some hurdles of of moving and having to redo uh, home studies and all of that, we just saw how immense the, the financial burden really does get. And um, I'm going to fast forward. We, we made tacos one night. So the, the, the story really does kind of kick off with tacos, which let me just say, we love tacos. Nothing against Ditto. them. We're big fans. <laughs> I mean, and- if you don't love tacos, I don't, I mean, okay, Jesus still loves you. Yes. Yes. Loves you. Okay. But there are questions. There's going to be some issues to talk through there. Um, So one night we made tacos and uh, we enjoyed them and went to bed. And I woke up uh, like at three in the morning and couldn't get the smell of tacos out of my nose. And I just had this (laughs) pounding headache and couldn't get past that. And so I realized in that moment we didn't have anything to help. We didn't have a candle to light. And uh, I knew that. Um, that was a problem, and we, <laughs> we, uh, Katie got up the next morning, and I said, uh, "Hey, let's let's make candles. Let's let's make candles and and make that a thing, because uh, obviously people have that problem." And it wasn't long before uh, we started to dream about a candle company that not only uh, supports our family and makes people's homes smell absolutely delicious but bridges that financial gap uh, in adoption. And mm-hmm. so it just it just started happening. Yeah, I feel like pretty quickly the Lord started putting things together. I remember the morning that I got up and Lewis said, oh, we're going to make candles. I was definitely up for the adventure because I like making things. I like doing creative things. And right. I like things that are fun. And so I was pretty on board. I definitely laughed, though. Um, and then... 
as the days went on, we sat down and we realized, oh, we can, you know, build a grant through the candles. Like every candle sold, we can put money towards a grant and things just wow. started falling into place. And so we basically turned it into, and I shouldn't say we did, I feel like the Lord really did it for us. He just put all the pieces in place for um, so many ways that we can actually support families walking through adoption, um, not just not just financially, but actually walking with them. I feel like we, our adoption journey was long and okay. it was uh, hard at times. We actually had um, a disrupted adoption where we had walked with a family um, that had chosen us and um, we walked with them for several months and were there when the baby was born and we had him with us for two days. And then um, at the last minute, um, they decided to parent. And so we got to, um, or we had to leave the hospital without him, but we actually um, see God's hand in all of that. And mm. um, even though it was a hard experience, I would say it was one where the Lord grew us and taught us that his plan is always the best plan and that sometimes his no um, is the very best thing that we could ever mm. experience. And so um, we have just had a long journey. And so because of things like that, it cost um, even more than sometimes the average adoption because we had to start over in some ways. And so um, I just feel like we have a heart for people who are walking that journey. And we also know that the financial aspect is hard. And so one of the things that we're excited to do is um, not only have a yearly grant that we give, but okay. also partnering with families that are in the midst of waiting, who are um, waiting for the little one that the Lord has for them. We have develop a, developed a partnership where those families can host a fundraiser. Um, we're calling them partnerships, but saying fundraiser so that people know what they are. Um, but it would basically be a way for a family to have a no cost um, and little effort way of raising money towards their adoption. So they um, would share on social media about um, milk glass and we would give them a code and whatever sales they bring in during their fundraiser, um, they get 20% of um, everything that's brought in and they can use it however they want towards their adoption. Wow. Yeah, it's exciting. And, you know, one of the things that we found during our um, journey was that, you know, to apply for grants usually costs money, which is, it feels backwards. And I know that, that there's reasons for it, but it was hard because you're thinking, I'm going to pay you $50 and I actually don't know that you're going to give me any money. And so it's just costing me when really we just need help. And so uh, we also found that a lot of grants and scholarships come once um, consents are signed and the baby is in your arms, but there are a lot of expenses that come before that. And so our heart is to come alongside these families and to be able to help them um, in different ways than, than some of the other grants that they might already be getting. Um, one of the things that was a huge blessing to us is families who came around us um, basically through our whole journey, finding different ways to support us. But when we even got the phone call that it was time to drive up to South Carolina, which is where our son was born, um, we had a family drop off a hundred dollars cash and just say, this will help cover your gas. And it was, wow. it was things like that, that um, spurred us on. And mm -hmm. we've always wanted to come alongside um, other families. It's actually kind of where really, if we look back at where this journey started, uh, some of our friends were adopting their son and I was doing photography at the time. And so we hosted together with some other friends, we hosted a, like a, a day of many sessions. And it was back then the Lord had already like kind of positioned us to want to help families adopt. And then 
walking through the journey ourselves, just realizing we actually really want to do this. This is something that's near and dear to our heart. And we just want to come alongside these families and walk with them and help them and realize that if the Lord's called you to do it, then he'll provide everything you need. And we yes. just want to a piece of that. So. Yes. Oh my goodness. Say that for the people in the back. That is so <laughs> good because it's so true. If God promises you something, he's going to see it through. He's going to see it through, but it's not going to be in our time. It's going to be in God's time. Right. And I think that's the hardest part for our generation because they want everything now and everything instant. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, a couple of questions came up as you were talking, how long was your adoption process? Like how many years or how long was that? So in 2013 is when we knew, when we truly felt like the Lord was calling us to adoption, but we didn't actually fill out our first piece of paperwork until I think 2016. Mm -hmm. okay. And then we moved, the Lord moved us back to Southwest Florida. And so it kind of started what felt like we started over. We had to do a new home study. We um, actually signed up with another agency. And so probably 2016 is when we started. Mm -hmm. And we were, I think, a waiting family in 2017, 18. 17 or 18. Okay. Um, and then we had our first, um, the first family that had chosen us, we went through that, came home in December, right before Christmas, the week before, in 2019. Mm. And then in 18, I'm sorry, the years are a little hard. Okay. No, no, you're good. So basically it took a couple years or like three years. It took about yeah. three years from the time of like, okay, we're serious. We're diving in. You're yeah. signing up with someone. You're moving forward. Um, that one where the child went back to the parents and I'm sure, I mean, I don't know, but, um, I watch a lot of TV and we, I see a lot of like different TV shows where they're like, you know, we want the child to be with the parents. So yeah. I'm sure that that's probably what the situation happened. I'm, you know, I'm not sure, but, um, then moving forward in that, I'm sure it was a situation of like, God, are we really supposed to do this? Because I'm sure there was a huge financial, um, there was just a lot on the table here. You guys have to get a nursery ready. There's diapers. There's like, you don't just get a baby. Like you have to <laughs> prepare for a child, you know? Yes. So, we definitely yeah. came back wondering like, okay, God, we were so sure that you said to do all of that. And now what? And I think- yeah. It only took us really a few days to realize that it was still, you know, I mean, if you want to go back to Romans 8.28, which sometimes mm -hmm. can sound so cliche, but I think we learned it in a real, real way over the last few years of yes. um, even the things that are hard that we would never choose um, are the very best things because truly, I think we can both say um, that we know the Lord in a much realer way and we trust him in a way to know that when he walks us right into the hardest things, he's still walking us into it and he walks with us through it and he walks out of it with us. Um, and I think that the failed adoption or the disrupted adoption that we had was proof of that because we really do believe he walked us right to it for our good and ultimately for his glory. And so we wouldn't trade any of it, you know, um, and it did cost us a little bit more money to do it that way. But he ultimately provided through the people around us who came alongside and said, we want to help. We, you know, we want to be a part of this. We see what God's mm -hmm. doing and we, we want to do it with you. And it was the biggest blessing, I think, to know that God provided through his people. That's so good. 
and he brought those people around you. Like, thank God for that. Romans 8, 28. I just want to share it. It says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And just as you're saying that, having that perseverance to know God is working for my good. God is working for my good. Even when I'm heartbroken, God is working for my good. That gives me goosebumps because every, everybody in this season is going through a tough time. It could be a small thing or a big thing, but like just to remember, even in your story of adoption, that like God is working this for our good. He's working this for our good, for those who love him. Like if we love him, then we get all these great promises. We get a purpose and that's so encouraging. So um, the other thing that you were talking about is I guess when people want to get the 20% from the candle company, you know, from, from the proceeds of the candles, that money will go to their adoption. And, um, and just like a modern 2020 time of bringing awareness and then knowing that you can give through Instagram, because a lot of people do shop through Instagram, they see ads and stuff, but then that you're helping someone with an eternal thing, with an awesome thing for Jesus, like with an adoption story, which is just incredible. So how did you guys think of doing the 20% or just that social media thing where people are following their journey as well as you're connecting with them and walking with them through the adoption process? Well, we, um, we wanted to be as aggressive as we could in our giving. Uh, we know that, um, that it's never wrong to try to outgive, And um, we know that for us, uh, every, every little thing counted for something. There was not uh, a, a single donation, a single piece of help that, that we didn't find just the, as the utmost blessing through our journey. And um, so we wanted to just give as much as we could. And, and that 20% really was, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's in the uncomfortable zone. It's, it's in that place where it's like, this is, it's a sacrifice, um, but that's what we wanted it to be. And um, the connection with, you know, the adoptive families on social media, our adoption journey took place so much on social media. We have you know, we have friends all around um, the country and to to get them to rally around uh, a family really takes something like social media where uh, everyone's watching, everyone's looking. That's how we connect with people these days. And uh, we knew that other adoptive families could benefit from the same type of um, ask, you know, through social media. And so they and we, we know that uh, just through a simple, hey, guys, this is what we're doing. Uh, use this link and we will we will get some of our adoption funded was just an easy way for families to come around and they don't have to leave their home. They don't have to set anything up. There's no investment for them. And and we just felt like that was the the best thing that we could do. And I think what's really exciting is that we have said for years that we want to give generously towards families who are adopting and we both work in ministry. And so there's just not a lot of extra in our, there's really no extra in our, (laughs) um, you know, our month to month income. And so, um, we, I mean, there have been times that I would literally pray like, Lord, we want more money, not because we want to buy better things, but we want to be able to give generously towards the things that you've put on our heart, like the things that you're burdening us for. We, we want to do that. And so what's actually really exciting for us is to know that when we're pouring these candles, 
we're actually getting to do that. Like it, it's not just doing a business now for us. We can, we're actually doing the thing that our hearts have desired to do for a long time. So wow, um, we're thrilled to give the 20% and we're thrilled to be doing the work behind it, even letting our kids participate in things. Like there are things that they can help us do, which um, might sound <laughs> silly, but um, to have them sitting around the table with us, like even putting labels on things or like different things that they can help with and knowing like our family has been changed by adoption for the better. And so we actually get to be a part of doing that for others. And I think we want our kids to grow up knowing what a gift that is to be able to do. So I'm just thrilled that the Lord has brought something into our lives that, you know, I was praying that he would make maybe our paychecks bigger or something like that. And instead he lavishly gives us a way to do it um, better, better than just mm -hmm. writing a check. You know, it, um, we get to participate with these families. And so I am excited for what the Lord has in store. Yes. And I'm on y'all's Instagram page right now. And first of all, you're an amazing photographer, Katie. Uh, oh, wow. You're very sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Your pictures are beautiful, but I'm seeing this milk glass candle company, pumpkin and spice. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that's like every woman's dream right there. Pumpkin <laughs> spice. So what different flavors do you, I guess, is it a flavor? <laughs> I don't know. I call them flavors all the time. Technically scents, I guess, but you can call them whatever you want. Um, what kind of different ones do you have? Yeah. So we have, um, pumpkin and spice, obviously, um, which is a limited fall scent. We have, um, Nana's apple crisp. Uh, which has also been a really crowd favorite. If you are on our Instagram, you'll see some backstory to Nana's Apple Crisp, which is pretty cool. Cool. Um, we have uh, Amber Woods. Uh, it's a. It's kind of a cool, refreshing, More uh, a little masculine scent. Uh, fresh picked clementine, uh, lavender, and birch. Oh yes, that's all day <laughs> lavender. Yeah. Okay, like I, I actually love that personally myself. It's so good. Yes. Uh, morning rain it's just light and refreshing open yeah. waves which is kind of like a beachy um, clean salty scent um, succulent garden which is a floral crisp clean scent uh, oh. sugared citrus which is literally just makes your mouth water um uh, yes well and okay i'm a central florida girl so anything yes. citrus is good i bet a lot of people in central florida like the citrus one yes. yeah yeah definitely yeah. and then we have sweet blueberry which is it's kind of like a, a blueberry muffin in a jar. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that sounds like heaven. And that yeah. is <laughs> happening in y'all's house all the time. That sounds oh, like yeah. it is. It's funny. It's always a different scent going on in here. It's true. Oh. And I bet, so, and you guys have three kids, three boys, and I bet they love working, like pouring the candles and really cool jars, milk glass, like the... The jar, you know, isn't a normal yeah. candle jar. How did, why did you guys pick that jar? Well, I just like the look of it. I don't know. I, um, I kind of always lean towards a more vintagey farmhouse type feel. And so it was, um, Lewis is kind to let me have, um, some reins when it comes to the look of things. Creative freedom. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Well, and good. So. Great. <laughs> It's the better way to go. <laughs> yes, listen to your wife. It's the better <laughs> way to go, for sure. Well, I love the story of adoption. I already love Shepard. I don't know him, but um, he's about to turn one, right? Like he's, He'll so be crazy. one this month, which is wild. And we're actually going to go and spend a day with his um, 
birth mom and dad and cool. we're excited to do that so sweet one he is gonna be so when did you all adopt him right after he was born or yes we um got to the hospital uh not a, a little more than a few hours after he was born we had a long drive and so we um got to go in and um we had him that first night with us in a hospital room and just had him ever since and he's really awesome he's, he's so cute he really is, and he is, like, the sweetest, um, happiest little blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy I've ever met. So. Oh, I love that. I love that. So, and you guys have two of your own, right? So you have two that are... two biological boys. Grayson is nine, okay. and is five. Okay, cool. That's so cool that you all were, like, after you all had your own kids, you wanted to adopt. Yeah, you know, we um, felt like we wanted to adopt before Liam was ever born, um, and it just kind of was one of the things that we were sure that God was saying it, but it didn't feel like right now, and so we actually tried for a long time to get pregnant with Liam, and when he turned one, I remember looking at Lewis and saying, I think it's time now that we pursue um, adoption, and we actually, um, I think that night printed out the first piece of paperwork, and um, you know, cause I thought it would be smart to have kids close together. And so the Lord has always laughed at that and obviously knew that I couldn't handle having little kids together and he's so spaced not really far for us. <laughs> so, um, several years later, <laughs> Shepard entered our family. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I love it. Like y'all's family is so beautiful. And if y'all are listening to this and you want to see their beautiful family, you can check them out at Milk Glass Co. I, okay, wait. Milk Glass Candle Co. C-O. Got it. Yeah. It's cutest Instagram ever. So, and y'all are building it and y'all are launching this week. So this week is launch week. Um, tell us how to connect with you and what you all are doing this week. So this week for launch week, we're going to have four days of giveaways, which we're really excited about. So several different ways that you can win some amazing prizes, not just our candles, but other things as well. Um, so the best way to look for giveaways is to go to our Instagram, which is Milk Glass Candle Co. And you can also go to our website, which is MilkGlassCandle.com. What else about this week? Anything? Uh, well, we'll have just some different challenges throughout the week to, to be able to enter. And so uh, maybe it'll be joining our email club. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it'll be... Uh, just a little share or like or post on uh, on social media uh, and some other things. I don't want to give away too much, but mm -hmm. uh, definitely it's it's going to be a week that uh, we don't want to miss out on. Yeah, and yeah. if you considered buying a candle, this would definitely be the week that you'd want to do it because I don't want to tell you why. <laughs> I don't want to tell you why to follow us on Instagram, but you're going to want to because it's for your good. It's good. <laughs> When we, were deciding, when we were deciding our bigger giveaway, I think we both were like, wow, yeah. <laughs> at our own idea. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So if you've considered buying, you'd want to do it before Friday. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that's great. Um, a couple other things I want to talk about, and I'm just like so curious about this because, you know, you guys are starting your own business. It's your own company, Milk Glass Candle Co. And anytime you're running your own business, I guess the same is true if you have a boss, if you have an employer. The Bible verse talking about work at it with all your heart. Um, Colossians 
3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. What does that mean to you guys as a couple who are literally working for the Lord? Yeah, so I think right now it's been um, nonstop for us. It's We've been in any in any free time, and I'm doing air quotes around the word free, mm-hmm. um, we've been you know, what we, what we call candling. We've been working on our website, working on graphics, working on social media, working on, um, you know, making candles and perfecting the candles and making the process exactly what it needs to be. And uh, it could be really easy to get weary and worn out through that. Um, You know, you wake up and you're exhausted and you have a full day of stuff. And so we know that working uh, as unto the Lord, uh, all of this, all of this toil, what we're doing, uh, isn't just for someone to benefit in their adoption, but this is truly glorifying God and that yes. um, there's no amount of work that uh, would stop you from wanting to do that. And so we know that the Lord is glorified in uh, in our exhaustion. He's glorified in the work that we're doing and in the heart behind um, what the company stands for. And mm-hmm. so the commitment to excellence is one of our uh, values that we value doing things really well because uh, it's a way that we're serving these adoptive families as they are push, pushing people to uh, purchase from us uh, so that they get this 20% back. Uh, we want to send out a product that uh, people will open up and they're just, they don't, they have zero regrets about their purchase. They know that it was worth it. And that uh, not only did they help an incredible family who's trying to do something so special, um, but they also just got something uh, so, so valuable in return. And so we know that, uh, that that's the heartbeat of everything that we want to do. Yeah. And I think that um, following the Lord is probably um, one of the ways that we can um, work well for him is that we would fall in line with whatever it is that he's calling us to already. I feel like in the last week, um, we've felt the Lord moving us in another direction. Um, even just, uh, we haven't actually said this to many people, but, um, knowing that opening up a 501 C three, um, would be a way that we could actually help serve these families better. Um, Mm. really allowing anyone, you know, that wants to donate towards adoption, um, to be able to do that, that we could then, give that money towards families like me we're kind of dreaming at this point but it would be amazing to have people donate in that way and then if a family raises you know x number of dollars that we could say well you know what now we can match that because someone's given towards this cause and so we want to double what you've raised in your fundraiser and so um yes things like that and actually you know we felt like the lord was kind of moving us in that direction and we did the research and um saw how expensive it is to set up a 501c3 and the amount of work that goes into it. And so we spent the, you know, the time that you have to, to put into that. And so we spent, I think it was only two days Mm -hmm. just asking the Lord, like, okay, if you want us to do it, but all of these hurdles. And so just, you know, just Lord, what do you want us to do? And then out of nowhere had someone come to us and say, we want to figure out how to give you our established 501c3. Wow. Right now. And so when we like, we've been blown away because we feel like the Lord is just literally right in front of us saying this way, this way, come this way. And so, um, 
you know, you, you read that verse and I think like, as long as we listen to the Lord and as long as we're pursuing what it is that he has for us, I think we're, we're going to be blown away continually and just wow. working towards whatever he has and whatever he says to do. And so it's just exciting to see the things that he's done. I wish that we could, you know, sit and tell all the things and all the ways that he's just shown us um, that he's the one doing this, you know, mm-hmm. and that we're just saying yes. And we're tiny pieces of the things that he's doing. So yeah. we're saying yes. I love that you said saying yes, because in Jesus, we are supposed to have like a full life, you know, like we're supposed to have joy and delight in the Lord and, and all the things and like saying yes to so many people. I think it has a negative thing about it. It's like, Oh, you don't want to get overwhelmed. Oh, maybe I'm I'm doing too much. I'm stressed out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed, you know, but you're saying yes is a different definition. Can you kind of dive into that if you don't mind? Yeah, so I feel like um, the last, I don't know, basically since we've been married, I feel like the Lord has continually, continually put things in front of us and have, we've just said yes, and we've, you know, we've moved um, a few times, and sometimes it didn't make sense, and the Lord has shown us how saying yes to him really does lead us to abundance. You know, we actually moved back to Southwest Florida um, because it felt like the Lord was calling Lewis back to ministry and this um, door opened up and we, we came back and we did it fast and our house sold fast and we moved here and it was a financially on paper. It was an awful decision. Um, I think our families <laughs> looked at us like, what are you doing? And so we left a home we had just built that we loved, um, jobs that are a job that paid well and moved um, and did ministry, which never really pays well. And we, had to rent a tiny apartment and we're taking a financial cut, like a, a big one. And, but we knew God was saying to do it. Our car flipped over in a tornado and oh long story short, wasn't covered by insurance. And all of these things happened. And I remember saying to Lewis, like, this all looks awful on paper. And yet we are living in abundance because mm. we were seeing the Lord's hand. We were seeing his provision and we were living in biblical community and really just walking in what he had for us. And so on paper, it was like, ah, this is not good. But everything was right. And God was teaching us things. And, and we've never not had what we needed. And so I do know that sometimes saying yes is hard. And sometimes on paper, doesn't look great. But we've never experienced the Lord more than when we say yes. And we've never regretted a yes and following what he had for us. Um, and we would do, I think I can say for both of us, yeah. we would do it all again. Absolutely. The flipped car, the yep. disrupted adoption. We would walk through all of it again because of what the Lord has done for us in the midst of it. Wow. That's so good. And when you were saying that, I was just thinking what strong faith that you guys have, because you guys are walking in faith. Like Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 it's not, it's not, I am saying yes. It's I'm living by faith. I'm walking by hopefully his will, like just leaning into him saying yes to Jesus. And I'm living by faith. And that is where you guys are giving this life, like getting this life. God has given you guys his goodness through that. And 
man, what a testimony, what an encouraging thing to say that it's like, I'm not out there broadcasting my name. I'm out there broadcasting Jesus's name and I'm just walking in faith yeah. and not by sight because Lord only knows what's going to be in front of us, you know, like, right. oh my goodness, this is, um, and it like adoption is already one thing where you just like, there's no definite, there's no like, oh, I'm adopting. I'm going to like, this is set in stone. Nothing is set in stone. Nothing. Right. Right. Oh my goodness. Sorry. This is like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I love this. Okay. I always ask our guests their favorite Bible verse that's helping them get through this season. So um, what Bible verse has really helped you all out in this time? Oh, do you want to share that? Okay. Um, I think, <laughs> I think we both have a couple, but uh, for me, Zephaniah 317 uh, really has stood out. Um, just the idea that um, the Lord is in our midst and um, he is mighty to save. And there's so much going on around us that, um, that reminds us of that truth. Um, and then even just how, um, how it says he will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love, he will rejoice over you with singing. Uh, it's, it's just this reminder that God is here. He's with us. He's going before us. Um, and he's just delighting in his children, not because of anything that we've done, um, but because of who he is. Um, it, it just, it grounds us. It keeps us moving forward. Like when we hit these bumps in the road or when we have these hard times, like a car flipping over, these are the, <laughs> those are the type of things that um, keep us from spiraling um, in anxious, you know, weariness that, that, that God is here. He's with us and he's walking us through this. He's not just thrown us into the boat, but he's called us into that boat. Um, and we actually, as a family, at the beginning of a calendar year, we each pick a verse um, and just, we actually obviously pick them for our kids because that's cool. Um, <laughs> that's just, you know, the season of life that we're in, but you yeah. know, and I pray about um, what the Lord has for us. And that, we've done that for several years now. And this year, um, I felt like the Lord just kept pushing um, John 3.30 on me. Um, he must become greater and I must become less. And I can tell you that that has been the theme of 2020 for me. Um, and I think one of the things that I'm constantly going back to, even as we've started this journey of just um, you know, we started it like, oh, we'll make candles and we'll help provide for our family and we'll help some other families. And just to see how the Lord has really taken that and flipped it upside down and shown us like, this is not actually about you. This will be about yes. many other families. And so, you know, that verse just, um, I've been amazed at how every area of my life, he has shown me that. And so, um, I'm thankful that he turns things upside down and makes much of himself instead of us and so um that's one verse that i'm always sitting on and having to folk like turn my eyes back to like lord help me to be that help me to want to make much of you and less of me in all areas of life oh that's so good oh my goodness that's have you guys ever heard this song called the blessing and it's um got carrie job in it and yes. do you know what i'm talking about where yeah. they sing amen like a bunch of times. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like, yeah, my son, he's like, can say amen. So he can rock that song out. But um, like, 
when it talks about may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations, your family and your children and their children and their children, it just like <laughs> pumps me up because what is happening through adoption is like huge. It is huge. It is taking a life and you're bringing it into a home of love. And like, I'm just praying for you guys and that that God's favor be upon you and a thousand generations that you're touching and that you're able to um, just connect with because of y'all's story. Like he has put y'all in such a special place. And I just pray like that lyric over you guys, like may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations, your family and your children and their children and their children. And may they seek you and like may John three thirty may we decrease and may you increase God. Like that's so good. Is there anything else you all wanted to share with us? We're just super excited yeah. to get to play the role that we're playing. Um, we're super thankful for the um, people that have rallied around us mm -hmm. and have, have expressed incredible support um, and just absolutely blown away. If there's something that we would want people to know um, through any of this is that um, God really does provide the way. He brings out of the woodworks um, in ways that you would never expect. Um, the means, the paths, um, whatever you need to do what he's called you to do. And so uh, we are incredibly, incredibly thrilled to, uh, to be doing what we're doing. Yeah, that's true. And reminds me of Isaiah 43, 19, where it says, Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. And so if there's a family that's listening to this, who is in the process of adopting and is feeling discouraged or overwhelmed by the financial burden, like we would love to partner with you, to work with you, to help you, to even just encourage you um, to know that the Lord really does make a way. Um, and we would love to be a part of that with them. Yeah. Mm. This is awesome. <laughs> Not expecting this because we're friends through a mutual friend, Morgan Norris and Morgan Taylor Norris. I, I knew her as a kid. <laughs> but um, yes. And so I was just not expecting a, this like huge blessing of a conversation and just what you all are doing for other families who are wanting to adopt and feel the call to adopt. And thank you so much for what you all are doing. I know everybody wants to connect with you all and you did share Milk Glass Candle Company. Y'all have an Instagram and a website. It's Milk Glass Candle Co. That's C-O at the very end. Follow them and like what they're doing and all the things and just thank them for their time here on the podcast. I know you guys are busy with three kids. So thank you so much for your time. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having us, Ricky. It was so nice to do this and to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, awesome. The feelings are mutual. Well, at the end of every podcast, I always pray in Jesus name that we decrease and God, you increase in our lives. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.